At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Sometimes you need to hide that idea, you need to hide that project, hide that thing you are working on until it has matured enough and until you have matured enough to the point where you are 100% sure about doing this and it's in a phase where you have now invested too much to even give up and it's doing well and everything. So now you feel comfortable sharing it with other people because the success of that thing can speak for itself. God gave you the idea for a reason. Consult him. Stop consulting everybody else. How are you going to ask somebody else about something that God told you to do? Did he tell you to go to that person for guidance? Because sometimes you can have mentors and he will put people in your path to help you with the plans or the ideas that he gives you, right? But if he did not put that person in your path, why are you running to this person? And then they shoot the idea down and now you're back at square one. Be quiet. You cannot tell everybody what you are working on. Some people just cannot see it. The vision wasn't given to them. So stop asking them for clarification on something they cannot see. It's because you have left your lane and you are over here minding their business. You are on the sidelines to their race. You, you, you watching what they doing so much. That's why you feel like they are doing better than you. Because first of all, it's never a competition. It's never, there's no real competition except the one that's going on in your head. You were never meant to compete with any with anybody. Like I said, everybody's here for a unique reason. It's because nobody is fulfilling the purpose that you are here to fulfill. That's why you feel like there's nothing going on in your life. It's because you have left your lane and you on the sidelines in the in, in in the grass, in the bushes, watching other people, minding other people's business. That is why you feel like their life is so great and yours isn't, because nobody is running your race. Your race is empty. There is nobody there. You have left. You are minding people's business. That is why there is secret competition. You are so focused on thinking that somebody else has some type of secret sauce that you don't have when it's literally you. It's you, but because you, you are minding everybody else's business, there is nobody minding yours. So nothing looks interesting in your life. Nothing looks interesting in your world because nobody is there. The grass is overgrown in your yard. There's weeds, there's all types of flies and all of that because nobody's mowing your lawn. Nobody's minding your business because you are watching everybody else. Hello and welcome back to the show. I'm your host Sensi and on this podcast we talk about taking accountability of your life to become the best version of yourself. Today's episode is about something that I've experienced in the past. It's not anything I'm currently experiencing or going through now, but I have experienced it in the past. And 
I don't know, it just randomly came to my mind. So we are going to be talking about how sometimes you have to be quiet. And I'm going to be talking about four main reasons why sometimes you need to be quiet. Sometimes you need to move in silence, quote unquote, you know? Side note, at y'all, I'm embarrassed to say that I've been one of those people who have posted, I'm moving in silence <laughs> on my Instagram. But you know what? We have all been through low points in life. Okay, let's not judge each other. Okay, that, that, that was years ago. That was the old me. It doesn't resonate. I still move in silence, but I no longer announce <laughs> that I'm moving in silence. Anyway, so... Let's just get right to it. Y'all know I don't like to waste time too much. So, okay. So in my experience, right? And I have experienced all four of the reasons why I'm telling you that sometimes you just have to be quiet. And let me just say this, right? In those times, or actually in the more recent times, not necessarily recent, recent, like years ago, kind of, but... The last time I experienced one of these situations, I actually got several signs. Like, let me tell you something. One thing about me and my intuition, I don't know what it's called. There has to be a term. There has to be some type of explanation. But I am so in touch with my intuition. I will get signs about people light years before they ever give me an actual reason to not trust them in the real world. Now, one thing I can tell you about your intuition, and I've talked about this in a previous episode that I will leave in the description, when your intuition warns you about something, and, 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 and the, the, the difficult thing is discovering whether it's your intuition or intrusive thoughts or whatever, but when it's your intuition, when your intuition warns you about something, the thing about that is there's usually never any actual signs in real life as to why you should listen to your intuition. Like, it doesn't make sense. There's no cues. There's no reasons. Nothing has happened. Like, you just live in your life and your intuition gives you a... a, a a warning about something or somebody or you get like a, a sinking feeling in your gut about a situation you don't see any signs in real life but it's like you get the warning you get the cautionary signals and what I've realized by you know from ignoring my intuition for a very long time initially is that when you ignore those warning signals eventually something happens where now you see why you were warned. And that's why I will always, always, always encourage people and I will always take heed of my intuition because before I had to wait to get stabbed in the back, in the back, in the front, in the side, everywhere. I had to wait till I had holes in every part of me, right? Before I would realize this is something I should walk away from. Or whatever I'm just being honest right before I would have to wait to get stabbed in the back before I would see that I need to walk away from something but now breathe wrong breathe wrong 
or not necessarily breathe wrong, but let my intuition give me like any, 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 any signs, any warning signs, I will immediately take caution. I may not cut somebody off completely because again, it's like, it's weird. It's weird because there's no signs in the 3D. There's no signs in real life. But I I started taking those um, cautionary signals seriously and I have not been stabbed in the back since. Maybe nothing has come to light in front of me, but I have not been stabbed in the back ever since I started listening to my intuition because I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that, okay? I will put necessary distance between me and whoever if I start getting warning signals. I don't need to wait for you to stab me in the back. I will put up the shield as soon as I I start feeling funny about you. But I digress, like I was saying. So when I've been in those situations that I'm about to talk about, I actually got several signs where people may have said or done something very small, but my intuition went into overdrive and I was like, there's something wrong with that. There's something wrong with what you just said. Or literally, y'all, I don't I don't know what to call this. I don't know what to call this, so I'm not going to try to label it. But sometimes I have literally had dreams. <laughs> you know how? Our mothers and our grandparents are like, you know, I had a dream. I, I'm, I'm, I, I see what they mean now. Because there have been times where I had dreams about people that were in my life. And in the dream, it tied to something that was happening in real life. But there were insights about things that never happened in real life. And I don't know how to explain it, but I, let me, let me just give you an example so you know what I mean. A very long time ago, like this was years ago, I had a dream that one of my friends were talking about me. I, I, I'm not even joking. I had a dream that one of my friends were talking about me. Like they were trying to drop my name in a group of people. The dream was... I I wasn't in the room in the dream like I wasn't physically present with them but the dream was they were at a restaurant and I was I I I had like a, a a fly on the wall type of view it's like I was watching from the corner of the room but I could hear everything I had a dream that my friends were at a restaurant this girl was at a restaurant with somebody else that I knew and she was like dropping my name to see if the other person would say anything about me. You know, like not necessarily talking trash, but she dropped my name in like a concerning way to see if the other person would take the bait and have something negative to say about me. But the other person did not take the bait and they didn't say anything negative, so she changed the topic. Does that make sense? Do y'all see where I'm going? I had a dream that literally, it was like a caution around this person. And in real life, nothing was happening. In real life, nothing, like nothing crazy happened. Like there was sometimes I felt like, and this, this was years ago, this is like not recent. But there was some point in real life where 
I felt like her energy was kind of funny, but I didn't know what to think of it. And then I had that dream and I started getting multiple signals like throughout my day telling me to proceed with caution around this person. And I won't go into too much detail, but let's just say I put distance between me and that person because it just was not making sense. It just wasn't making sense. And then I noticed their energy was kind of different. And then after that dream, I was like, because I was so confused when I woke up. I was like, why would I even have this dream? This person is my friend. All of the signs I was getting. And the thing is, it was all towards that one person. I had dreams about that person and then I started to see multiple signs everywhere about being quiet and you can't trust people the way you think you can or there's somebody in your circle who's this and that I'm not even joking but because I am somewhat of a non-confrontational person I didn't necessarily bring it up because again in real life there was no reason I know this sounds crazy. It, it's crazy to me too because I was defending her after I woke up from the dream. I was like, why would I have this dream? This person is my friend. You know, I, 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 have, I have the habit of giving people the benefit of the doubt. I'm kind of stingy with it now, but still, you know. Let's just say after that situation there were reasons that came to the surface where I realized that this person was in secret competition with me to an extent. And that is the first reason why you have to be quiet sometimes. So let's talk about the secret competition, right? It's very awkward. It is very awkward. It is very unsettling. To me, at least, it's very... Like, awkward is the best word I can think of for me because of my personality type and who I am. I am the type of person who is very reserved. I keep to myself. I do not like drama whatsoever, okay? I might watch it on reality TV here and there, like, very sparingly. But in terms of in my personal life, I do not like drama. I do not like drama. If we cannot talk about things reasonably... If we are not acting like this relationship is worth saving, any relationship of any kind, I will put some distance between us. I will not have you in my life causing me stress 24-7. That's not who I am, okay? But I'm also non-confrontational, so I, I don't necessarily... Anyway, so, yeah, so I... Because I'm that type of person, it's just very awkward to me when I'm faced with situations like that because I do not compete with other people. I am so focused on my life and what I'm trying to do that it never occurs to me to look at what other people have going on. I might see what other people have going on if they share it, but if I see somebody doing not so great, then I pray for them. I pray that they experience abundance, especially if I care about them. I pray for their well-being. I do. I honestly do. And if I see somebody who's doing way better than me, then I use that as inspiration of what God can do. And I'm like, God, I see what you have done for others. And I see, I use, I, I choose to see it as a testimony of what you can do for me, right? That's how I react to it. 
Like, I was going somewhere yesterday, and I drove through a neighborhood with, like, very nice houses. You know, just my type, just my kind of home. Very modern, updated, you know, like the black and white, floor-to-ceiling type of home. Floor-to-ceiling windows type of home. And I was like, God, I see what you have done for others. And if you can do it for them, I know you can do it for me, right? But... I will celebrate people when they are doing well. I don't have a competitive spirit. If it's something new that I haven't experienced, I honestly just, I just, I'm, I'm like, God, if you can do it for them, you can do it for me, right? But I use it as inspiration, right? Or something to aspire to, something to work towards, or just something that simply expands my mind because I may not have had it because I didn't think it was possible. But now that I see it, it could be a goal on my list now, right? That's the way I approach these things. Not everybody's like that. Not everybody's like that. Some people, whether they're your friends or not, sometimes people will be in secret competition with you. People will compare themselves to you. People will look at where they are and they will look at where you are. And if there is a gap between where you are and where they are and you are, you seem to be doing better, not everybody has it in them to clap for you. Sometimes people will clap for you. Sometimes people will celebrate you. But sometimes they will do it and it won't be genuine. Sometimes they will do it, but they will low-key be wishing on your downfall. Sometimes they will do it, but they will do it with a very envious heart, right? Like, okay, I see you and your little win, whatever. And it's like, or, or they will downplay what you do. They won't, they won't clap. They will act like it's nothing. They will act like it's no big deal. Fortunately, I haven't had that experience, at least not to my face. But some people... They, because of how well you're doing, because of the good that you are doing in your life, because you might have certain aspects of your life that they want and don't have, because you might inspire people to treat you a certain way that they don't inspire people to do to them, some people will just not like you because of the light that you have. I've realized that, right? I've had a few fallouts with people, not anything like, you know, not anything major, but trust me, I've had some where, like I had a, a friend, this was a very long time ago, I had a friend who was my best friend and we fell out because of some guy, right? Some guy she liked, liked me, and so I was now a target. I was now the bane of her existence. Now something was wrong with me, right? And I saw a TikTok about this yesterday. About, I don't know if y'all have seen it. It, it. it went viral. It had like hundreds of thousands of likes. So maybe you've seen it, maybe you haven't. But it was this girl talking about how her friend... Um, she just lost a friend that she had for so many years because she was her friend was throwing a birthday party for her boyfriend, the friend's boyfriend. And at some other point in time, her friend and her boyfriend, 
her friend and her friend's boyfriend the boyfriend is her friends not hers right the two of them went out with some of his friends and his friends made a joke that the only reason he went for the girl's friend was because he knew he didn't stand a chance with the girl and because of that the girl got insecure and said that she wants her friend the friend told her that she wants her to tone it down at his birthday party because she wants him to focus on her now as ridiculous as this might sound to you this happens all the time this happens all the time where some women will literally hate the ground you walk on they will hate the fact that they share oxygen with you because the guy they like likes you and you don't even want him i've experienced that and i'm telling you it's a very awkward place to be in because what the hell do you want me to do about that why are you upset with me over somebody that would treat you that way why why would you like in my mind it's like why would you throw away a friendship over a guy who's not even worth your time and this girl said she's been friends with that other girl for years and the friendship literally fell apart because the girl was like secretly competing with her she was jealous with her and she told her she's just not in a place to be her friend because she's been feeling like inferior to her or something like that that honestly happens women tend to be in secret competition with each other all the time it's very awkward it's very awkward but that's why sometimes you have to be quiet not everybody is happy for you not everybody likes the attention you get not everybody likes that so sometimes you have to be quiet yes you can be loud yes you can be audacious less yes you can be you can be all of that right but i'm not that type of person so i can't tell you anything about that i'm not the type of person that would be like oh let me just be extra just to rub it in somebody's face i do not care about rubbing anything in anybody's face i'm too focused on what i'm trying to build what i'm trying to work on the goals that i have i'm too focused on trying to be rolling a suitcase in hartsfield jackson very soon to be concerned about anything like that okay soon and often so i that's me but not everybody's like that and some people don't some people will not like that about you and sometimes it's seasonal that's the other thing sometimes it's seasonal the celebration is seasonal that is number 2 sometimes people will genuinely clap for you when the things you are doing are not that they don't seem too far out of reach for them like it's like okay you achieved something you got an award or you did something great but it's like in their mind they feel like they could do that if they want so it's like oh yeah let me celebrate you but then when you start doing things where to them they can't fathom doing that or it's like a a really big thing and they feel like you are outshining them they will not be able to clap for you and i'm not saying you should dim your light let me just be very clear when i say move in silence quote unquote or be quiet i'm not saying dim your light by any means that is not what i am saying what i am saying is sometimes you have to be mindful of who you share your good news with of who you shine bright around because there are some people who have lost their life because 
of that because of being around envious people, jealous people, people who don't have any good intentions for them. So let's just be very clear. I'm not saying dim your light. I'm just saying you have to be mindful of who around you is observing your light because not everybody is going to like the fact that you shine in so bright. Okay, it's the truth. It's the very awkward, uncomfortable truth. If you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So yeah, back to what I was saying. Sometimes people will only be able to celebrate you for a season. This is not necessarily like a major red flag it can be it can be but sometimes depending on the seasons that people are going through they will not be able to celebrate you right let me be transparent about something that i've experienced where i was actually the one who wasn't able to celebrate somebody let me be transparent so a few years ago i was going through a very very, very low point. I did not have much energy. Like my own light was very dim, very dim. I was sitting in darkness, right? I was going through a lot. I got terrible news about something and it was my friend's birthday on that day. Literally, I got terrible news. I was already like kind of struggling with something. I was going through a hard time. And then I got terrible news on my friend's birthday. And I, and the thing is, I was like waiting for her birthday to celebrate with her and all of this stuff, send her like a bunch of voice notes and stuff like that. But I got terrible news on her birthday and I literally, I had to turn off my phone. I literally had to turn off my phone. Like I was crying that day. I was overwhelmed. I was praying, child. I was I was fighting demons. <laughs> I was fighting demons. It was bad. I was at a low point. Um, you know, like you know, just the ups and downs of lights. I was just in a very low point. But I was looking forward to her birthday. But like around that time, it was just kind of you know when you just feel like if it's it, it, it's it's always something. It's always something. I was at that point where it's like I just kept getting hit. 
right? And on her birthday, I got some terrible news that just further made me spiral. And I was not in a place to celebrate her and be all jovial and call her and send voice notes and all of that stuff. I wasn't in a place to do that because I was literally crying that day. And that was back when I wasn't, you know, I wasn't the best at being vulnerable and open with people. So I chose to go through that alone, right? But even then, after I pulled myself out of that hole, I felt kind of bad because I was like, I hope it didn't look like I wasn't able to celebrate her or her birthday didn't mean anything to me because I didn't want it to look like that. But I was literally in a hole. And one thing about me, when I'm in a hole, I will shut everything and everybody out. It was really bad in the past. Now it's like, you know, it, it's, it's like a habit. It's a tendency. But I, I, f- I feel like I got better with it, you know, because, you know, I'll, I'll at least talk to people now, even if it's after the fact or sometimes during but it was a lot worse at that time that I'm talking about. I have the tendency when I'm going through something to just shut everything and everybody out and just allow myself to feel my emotions. But the phone is off. I'm unreachable. I don't care what it is. I'm not picking up that phone. I don't have the capacity to talk to people right now. I don't have the capacity to engage with people. I have the tendency to do that. And unfortunately, I did that on her birthday. I told her happy birthday and everything. But like that was me forcing some type of joy to celebrate somebody. But I I couldn't do it in the way that I wanted to because that was like a really bad day for me. And I didn't tell her about it. But like I said, I, 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 cons- I was very concerned that it looked like Her birthday didn't mean anything to me or anything like that. But I was literally just in a hole at that point in time. But that's just an example, right? Sometimes sometimes it's not personal. Sometimes it's not personal. Now, when it's not personal, the best thing to do is communicate, right? And I, I will admit, I will own up to the fact that I did not communicate. She didn't say anything about it. You know, like there was no bad blood between us because of it. I um, I was just going to go above and beyond, and I, I couldn't do above and beyond. I, I, I could only do the bare minimum that day. But she still had a great birthday, like, without me. But I, y'all, sometimes it's not personal. Sometimes it is not personal. Sometimes people are going through things that you don't even know about, and they are just, like, they are not in the space. They do not have the capacity Sometimes it's not personal, but sometimes it is, right? But the point is there will be seasons. There will be seasons where people, just like you have seasons of ups and downs, everybody have ups and downs. Everybody has up and down seasons in their life and it's not always in sync with yours. So sometimes you might be up and people are down. And depending on the person and how down they are, depending on what they are going through, sometimes it might just be something where they are not able to show up for you. And other times it might lead to them being jealous or envious or having animosity or hate or low-key competition towards you because everything is going wrong in their life and you just over there celebrating 
good news and your wins and you're just shining too bright for them. Your light is too bright for them. They cannot stand it. So sometimes it turns into hate. Sometimes it turns into negativity or direct attack against you. But sometimes it's also just not personal. Sometimes people are just going through things and unfortunately you are not the main character in their life. Now, yes, again, for a million times, communication right they can tell you that so that you don't think it's the worst thing especially if you are an overthinker they can easily say i want to be there for you i want to show up for you but based on what i'm going through right now i really don't feel like i have the energy for it and i don't want you to take it personally but not everybody is going to do that i didn't do that so i can't act all self-righteous like oh you need to communicate anyway i'm not going to do that right so The second thing is that sometimes they are just not in a position to do so. They will have seasons where they can celebrate you and they will have seasons where depending on what they're going through, they might not have the capacity to clap for you because they might be going through a low point or sometimes because of what they are going through, they might just, it's like, I love you, you're my friend, you're my family member. I love you. I know I'm supposed to be happy for you right now, but part of me just doesn't like the fact that things always seem to be going too good for you. Sometimes that is, that's what it is. And sometimes it can just stop there and they can get over that and be your friend again or be happy for you. But And sometimes... That's the end of your friendship for other reasons that will cause that feeling to make things spiral out of control, right? It's the truth. But sometimes it's, and and, and that's not, that's not necessarily your fault, right? You can't always like anticipate. And I have been in positions where I felt like, I don't know if I should share my good news right now because of everything you are going through. Like, sometimes I feel like maybe that would be insensitive or maybe it's not the best time. Even though I deserve to be celebrated. But because everything in your life seems to be going wrong, I just feel very awkward bringing up this good news. Now, some people will be like, no, absolutely, bring up the good news. You deserve to be celebrated. Don't let my darkness dim your light, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know, it's still just very awkward. I I feel like timing is important as well. Like, if somebody just lost a loved one i'm not going to be like hey i have i just accomplished this like right after you said it you know like let's maybe take a few days a few hours and you know like let's let's bring it up at a later point in time you know so that's the second thing it's seasonal okay so unfortunately you do need to protect yourself from when people are not in the season to celebrate you Now, the third thing which I alluded to a little bit in number two is the quote-unquote monitoring spirits that people mention. Now, I'm not, I don't even know why I said it because I'm not too well-versed on this, but what I mean by that is some people will, if you're the type of person who always talks about your plans and let me just say this when i say be quiet i don't all i don't only mean in terms of celebrating your wins sometimes i mean in terms of your plans too right 
Now I'm going to be talking about being quiet in terms of your plans for the next two reasons. So sometimes, right, you, you, you just have to, you, you cannot tell people what you are working on. You cannot tell people your plans because some people will plot against you, like intentionally plot against you. Some people will go out of their way to sabotage what you are working on. Sometimes it's the people that are in secret competition. Sometimes it's because they're in that season, that low point where they just, they don't want you to do better than them. But whatever the reason is, that's not your business. The point is you have a snake in your circle. That's the point. But sometimes people will intentionally sabotage what you are working on so you cannot be too vocal with your plans. One thing about me, let me tell you, one thing about me, I do not tell people my plans. I do not tell people my plans. I don't care how close we are. It's not necessarily a lack of trust, but sometimes I have found myself telling people my plans and because it seems like because they are not familiar with anything I'm talking about they will try to shoot it down or project negativity onto me which is number four but we'll get to that in a second but I do not tell people my plans because of that and also because I don't want to feel like or I don't want to give somebody the opportunity to sabotage what I am working on before I achieve my goals. I am not going to give anybody the ability to stop me in my tracks. I might say something or hint at I'm working on something or something big is coming, but I always get kind of nervous. Like something in me is like, go shut up. Something in me is like, shut up. Every time I get to a point, it doesn't matter who I'm talking to. Every time I get to a point where I almost tell somebody what I'm planning to do or what I'm working on step by step while it's in the process, it's like something in me just says, shut up, be quiet. Just let them see the result. If I need help with something along the way and there's somebody who can help me, I will only talk about that specific piece, but I will not paint the big picture, right? I don't want to give people an opportunity to deter me or to question me too much to the point where I start questioning myself. Because sometimes when you are working on things, you have this amazing idea, you feel inspired or your intuition tells you to do this. God has a plan for you. He has revealed your purpose or he has revealed a step that he would like you to take right in your life that's working towards your purpose or part of your purpose whether you realize it or not and then you just start running your mouth you just start telling everybody not realizing that not everybody has the best intentions for you and then some people will sabotage it intentionally and some people will not necessarily do it intentionally but they will start projecting all of this fear onto you 
They will start questioning you. They will start asking you about all these little details that you haven't even thought about. And now you are questioning it. Now you don't think it's possible. Or they'll just plain and simple sabotage what you are working on. Make it hard for you to do things because they don't want you to outshine them. Stop telling people your plans. You, I, let me tell you, I am the master at saying a lot without saying anything at all. Like I can go in depth, like on the podcast, I can go in depth. I can be relatable. I can dive deep into things and I can share certain things with you. But let me just be very honest. I also have the capacity and the ability to say something, talk about something in a way that you feel like you know what I'm talking about, but you really don't. I have the power to do that. And there are some people who use that power for BS, that they don't use it for good. They just, they just, I don't know. I don't even know what some people are talking about sometimes, but when I do it, it's not, it's not to BS people. It's more so in terms of I will just be very vague about my goals or very vague about something or just completely omit it altogether or act like I'm not working on anything or act like I'm not doing anything when in reality I'm working on something big. But my thing is you will see it when it's done. There have been many things where even with the podcast, like I told you, there was only one person that I told about my podcast when I had the idea to do it. That was before I ever made a first, my first episode. I told one person that I trusted about this. This person is no longer in my life, by the way, but for other reasons. But I told one person um, that I had an idea to start a podcast. I didn't even really say it was a podcast. I told them about an idea that I had to do something that would require such and such. And they shot it down. They shot it down because they did not understand it. They did not see the vision because God didn't speak to them. He spoke to me. That's the thing. God, When God speaks to you, if you have a question, if you have anything else that you would like clarification on, go to him. Don't go to other people who have no idea what you are talking about. He didn't speak to them. He spoke to you, right? So I made the mistake of doing that. And then I told y'all I postponed the podcast for three months. And there were a lot of reasons. Perfectionism was one of them. But also because I, after I told that person, I started doubting myself a lot. I started doubting the idea. I started doubting things. But fortunately, God's voice superseded that person's, right? I came to my senses. But you have to understand that whether it's intentionally or not, some people will shoot down your ideas while they are in idea phase, while they are in that idea phase, they will like these dreams, these goals will never have a chance of coming to the light because you keep running your mouth. You keep telling people about your plans. Stop telling people about your plans. It doesn't matter who it is. Sometimes, yes, you know, like some people, they don't have the worst intentions for you. I can say from experience because my thing is people have told me about their plans and I will do everything in my power to help them because I don't have no evil spirits like some people, right? I'm not malicious like some people, the people I'm talking about. I will do everything in my power to help them. 
but there have also been times where people have had great ideas but it's about things that i know nothing about it's about industries that i am not a part of i don't have any background knowledge i don't understand what you are saying so while i want to help and support you in the best way that i can i really have no idea what you are talking about so i can encourage you and push you but i can't give you anything of value really like I can't give you anything specific to the steps or the goals because I genuinely don't know what you are talking about. Like if somebody tells me they want to start like, I don't know, a trucking company or something, I know nothing about that. I can, the most I can do is encourage you. The most I can do is hold you accountable. But I can't speak to the details. I can't speak to the specifics. I, if you tell me your plans, I will look very confused, but only because I don't know what you are talking about, not because it's a bad idea. But when you have an idea for a goal, you have to understand while it's an idea form, it is very delicate. It is very vulnerable. So you have to be mindful of who you bring it around. And Sometimes when you tell people, because they might have a look of confusion on their face, you will think it's not a good idea. But in reality, they just don't know what you're talking about because it's not their idea. It wasn't given to them. It was given to you. So yes, not everybody will intentionally sabotage you, but depending on their reaction, and their lack of knowledge, it might make you sabotage yourself because you're like, why don't they understand? Why don't they get it? Because they just don't. Not everybody knows the thing that you do very well like you know it. Not everybody understands it the way that you do. And you can't put yourself in a position to make their confusion or because of their lack of knowledge make you feel like it's a bad idea. You need to understand how vulnerable and delicate that idea or goal is while it's in the idea phase. You need to consult with God. You need to consult with the higher power you believe in. You need to consult with where that idea came from and why it's nagging you to do it, not other people, okay? Some people will intentionally sabotage you. I know you've seen like maybe those TV shows where somebody's doing something or they're working on something and then somebody comes along and intentionally sabotages it. Like, like you know all those high school shows like we, we used to watch where... There's the mean girl who intentionally does something to throw somebody off or like sabotage something they're working on. It's because sometimes that person was too vocal with their plans. Sometimes you need to hide that idea. You need to hide that project, hide that thing you are working on until it has matured enough and until you have matured enough to the point where you are 100% sure about doing this and it's in a phase where you have now invested too much to even give up and it's doing well and everything so now you feel comfortable sharing it with other people because the success of that thing can speak for itself right if you've ever listened to one of my episodes and while I was talking, you just started reflecting on your own life and thinking of how what I'm saying applies to you, then my question is why stop there? I use my experiences to help you see the process of becoming the best version of myself and to also hold you accountable to your own growth, but I can't tell you what the best version of you looks like. You should be the one to define that for yourself. So I created journals with prompts to help you with self-discovery, self-reflection, 
assessing your relationships, healing, and reinventing yourself. So if you want to do more than just listen to the podcast, but actually start working on your own life, then go to secludedthoughts.com slash journals. I will also leave the link in the description below. Now back to the episode. When I had the idea to start a podcast, people didn't understand it. Nobody I knew had a podcast. That person I told didn't understand it and told me it wasn't a good idea and I should just stick to finance and accounting and whatnot and focus on my career. But now that I have, you know, over 100 episodes out, now that I am making strides, now that I get thousands of downloads, tens of thousands of downloads every month, right now that the success of this podcast speaks for itself now that people are finding my content on social media without me sharing it right they're finding it from people stitching it now it's like it's not a little podcast anymore now the little is removed that lit that condescending little people put in front of what you do now it's not a little podcast anymore it's not a little podcast it's not a little project it's not a little hobby it's a real thing because the success of it speaks for itself. Now people, now I can say, oh, I have a podcast because I have something to show for it. But when I was building it, child, I, I, I told y'all many episodes ago, or if you're new, I'll tell you. I did not tell anybody, none of my friends or family that I had a podcast until I was like 20 or 30 something episodes in. And that's one episode per week. So months later, right, 20, 30 weeks after I started it and I got comfortable with the sound of my voice and I got comfortable with putting myself out there, then I told the people closest to me. And then almost eight months after I started, then I shared it on my personal social media page. So everybody who followed me now know that I have a podcast. So we're going outside of my inner circle. Now other people know I have a podcast. And then I started making social media. So I gradually released it to the world as I got more comfortable, as I developed habits and systems, as I became more confident in what I was doing. And I was at a point where nobody could shut it down then i told people that i had a podcast then it got out but while it was in that precious idea form i didn't make the mistake of telling somebody but thankfully i got back to my senses and i consulted the higher power that gave me the idea to begin with and now we are here today the point is stop telling people your plans stop telling people your plans work on it diligently Put in the effort, put in the investment, and then let the success of that thing speak for itself. I do not tell anybody what I'm working on or what I'm planning. Like I said, if I do share some things with people, there might be a piece that I'm stuck on that I need advice or something, and I will focus on that, on getting the help. But I am mindful that people, there is a possibility that people will not be able to understand what I'm talking about. So I don't give them an opportunity to let their confusion confuse me about whether what I'm doing makes sense, right? So sometimes you have to be quiet. I Maybe somebody has another opinion on 
putting things out there and manifesting and all of that okay yeah you can speak things into existence but don't tell don't lay out the plan for people don't lay out the plan complete the plan first and then you can go back and share well yeah this is what i did happy to help but while you're working on it sometimes you just have to be quiet just be quiet and the fourth thing which i already talked about in number three is the whole projecting their limiting beliefs onto you and questioning stuff okay people everybody has their own upper limit and that varies okay no two people have the same upper limit you might be shooting for the stars some people can't see past the roof over their head okay so you can't be talking about your big dreams to small minded people i know you have heard that before it is what it is. It doesn't matter who it is. Sometimes it's intentional. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes people just cannot see past their own limiting beliefs. So you just need to be quiet. Okay? God gave you the idea for a reason. Consult him. Stop consulting everybody else. How are you going to ask somebody else about something that God told you to do? Did he tell you to go to that person for guidance? Because sometimes you can have mentors and he will put people in your path to help you with the plans or the ideas that he gives you, right? But if he did not put that person in your path, why are you running to this person? And then they shoot the idea down and now you're back at square one. Be quiet. You cannot tell everybody what you are working on. Some people just cannot see it. The vision wasn't given to them. So stop asking them for clarification on something they cannot see. They are of no use to you. If you need help and some people, somebody is well able to and well, they have good intentions for you. What I personally do, I, I break down the specific piece that I need help with. I don't necessarily try to put the big picture together for them unless it's necessary. But sometimes you have to be quiet now don't be like me and be quiet and then go announce it on social media and say secluded thoughts said i need to move in silence now just just be quiet you don't have to announce it okay just be quiet everybody doesn't need to know i like i said i am i consider myself to be somebody who does not secretly compete with anybody that I know, right? And I have good intentions. I will pour out everything I have for the people that I love, the people that I care about, right? I will give you every ounce of knowledge that I have to be able to help you with something. I will hold you accountable. I will push you. But even then, sometimes if I don't know what you're talking about, I just don't know what you're talking about. Sometimes even the people like that in your life, sometimes the lack of knowledge can be a hurdle. And while that idea is to delicate, it might discourage you. So to each his own, okay? To each his own. I'm just telling you, sometimes you genuinely just have to be quiet. If your intuition tells you to be quiet, if your intuition tells you to 
take caution, move with caution or put some distance between you and this person, do what you need to do. Do not wait until you get stabbed in the back to be like, yeah, this person was a bad friend. Mm -mm. Sometimes, sometimes like, like, like save yourself the hospital trip, save yourself the hospital trip. Okay. Just save yourself the hospital trip. Just keep your head down and work on what God told you to work on. You don't always have to tell people everything, okay? Yes, some people mean well, but still, you know yourself. If you know that idea that God gave you is even too big for you right now, like you cannot fathom what he's asking you to do, yes, it definitely helps to get encouragement from well-meaning people. However, sometimes... Even those well-meaning people, because of their confusion, that can have an adverse effect on you. Take it to God. He gave you the idea. Take it to him for the help. Take it to him for the steps. Ask him for guidance. Ask him to place people in your life. He will do it. Trust me. But stop running around. Just stop sabotaging yourself. Okay? Stop sabotaging yourself. You don't necessarily need to walk people through everything you intend to do. But you can walk them through it after you have done it. You can be a, 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 a wealth of knowledge to them after you've done it. But ultimately, this, this does come down to your intuition, okay? Because sometimes I have felt comfortable to share a little bit, you know, not too much, a little bit. And then other times I would share and I'm telling you the signs would just start coming out of nowhere. Like, shut up, be quiet, be quiet, be quiet. And I'm like, all right, let me shut up. Let me shut up because I, I, don't, I, don't, need, I don't need none of that. Let me, let me just shut up, okay? So these are very real things. If you're like me, you can try to avoid and act like it's not happening, but it's still happening and... Yeah, some people will be in secret competition with you. And another thing about secret competition, another thing about secret competition. Let's talk about the secret competition for a while. I, I went through the whole list and now I'm talking about this, but let me just say this, okay? If you or anybody you know is in this secret competition or you have ever felt like you feel some type of way towards somebody for something they have let me tell you why you feel that way in terms of the envy and then let me tell you why you feel that way in terms of wanting what they have like to the point where you feel like there's something wrong with you right if that makes sense let me i'll explain it first and foremost the reason why some people are so magnetic, the reason why some people are often the object of envy and jealousy from other people is because they are minding their business. They are minding the business that pays them. They are running their own race. They are focused on their own path. Everybody was placed on this earth for a unique reason and they are focusing on their unique reason and the thing is only you can do what you are supposed to do like you are supposed to do it. When you stay in your lane, nobody can compete with you. 
people can try, right? They can try to imitate it, but they can never duplicate it because only you were meant to be in that lane and there will never be anybody that can do it better than you. And the reason why some people are so magnetic is because they understand that. They understand their power. They know that they may not be the most attractive, the most intelligent, the most outgoing, the most charismatic person in the room, the most anything in the room. But they know their traits, they know their qualities, they know their strengths, and they capitalize on that. They use that to their advantage. They stay in their lane and they do it very well. They know what they bring to the table, quote unquote, and they bring the hell out of it, right? They know their strengths and they play to that. They shine very bright knowing who they are. They know who they are. They know they are not perfect, but they walk in it anyway. They walk with a certain amount of grace. They have forgiven themselves, right? They have healed to a point. Now, some people, it's not even necessarily all of that, but even though they know they might not be at a point where they want to be, they give themselves grace for where they are right now and they love themselves and they appreciate themselves and they are just being themselves. They are staying in their lane. They are minding the business that pays them. It's because you have left your lane and you are over here minding their business. You are on the sidelines to their race. You, you, you watching what they doing so much. That's why you feel like they are doing better than you. Because first of all, it's never a competition. It's never, there's no real competition except the one that's going on in your head. You were never meant to compete with any with anybody. Like I said, everybody's here for a unique reason. It's because nobody is fulfilling the purpose that you are here to fulfill. That's why you feel like there's nothing going on in your life. It's because you have left your lane and you on the sidelines in the in, in in the grass, in the bushes, watching other people, minding other people's business. That is why you feel like their life is so great and yours isn't, because nobody is running your race. Your race is empty. There is nobody there. You have left. You are minding people's business. That is why there is secret competition. You are so focused on thinking that somebody else has some type of secret sauce that you don't have when it's literally you. It's you, but because you, you are minding everybody else's business, there is nobody minding yours. So nothing looks interesting in your life. Nothing looks interesting in your world because nobody is there. The grass is overgrown in your yard. There's weeds. There's all types of flies and all of that because nobody's mowing your lawn. Nobody's minding your business because you are watching everybody else. You're watching everybody else mow their lawn and take care of their lives and, and grow and learn and forgive themselves and love themselves and, and how they dress and what they wear and how much money they make and how do they spend their lives. And nobody is minding your business. That is why your life doesn't look appealing. That's why people's lives don't look appealing because they don't mind their business. They don't mind the business that pays them. They don't focus on what their strengths are. They're too busy watching everybody else. So your unique purpose is just is void, null and void, nothing happening. 
there was a race that you were supposed to run there was supposed to be some great contribution from you to this world and it's not happening because you have left your post you are minding other people's business that is why other people's lives look so appealing what what you need to do is instead of trying to compete with other people for what they are doing when they are walking in their unique purpose that you can never do you need to walk in yours you need to use that as, a, as an example of what you need to do for your own purpose, right? It's not because this person likes red that you need to like red. Or this person drives this car, so you need to drive this car. This person dresses this way, so you need to dress this way. That doesn't even look good on your body type. The reason it looks good on their body type is because they understand their body type and they know how to accentuate it. You think just because it looks good on them that you could wear it and it will look good on you. You are not built for that. It's not going to look the same. What you need to do, if anything, since you've taken notes, what you need to do is see that they are dressing for their body type so they look good. So what is my body type and how do I dress for my body type so what I put on always flatters my body type? That is... If, if, if you take taking notes, that's the type of notes you need to be taking, right? You cannot just try to copy-paste. It's not meant for you. That is not your portion. You can, you, you can take notes, you can take advice, but you need to apply it to you. It's not a one-size-fits-all approach. So you can't just look at the things people have and say, Oh, I want that. I want to do that exactly. It's, it's not made for you. And that's why it's so easy to spot people who are fake or people who are copycats because it's out of place. It's out of place. It does not suit you. It doesn't work well with what you have going on. It's meant for them. It's not meant for you. Okay? That is something I really need people to understand. The only reason why it looks more appealing is because you haven't cut your yard in so long, it just looks horrible. The only reason it looks appealing is because you have left your post, you have left your yard, and now it's overgrown, there's weeds and all of this stuff, because you're over there admiring somebody else's lawn. Mow yours. Tend to yours. Figure out what suits you. Figure out what are your strengths. What are your um what are your unique qualities? What are you meant to do? What is your purpose? And then walk in that. And then you will see that there's no need for competition. Okay? So that's all I have to say. Mm. I have ranted long enough. Just to recap. The four reasons why you should be quiet. And not necessarily dim your light. But be mindful of who you shine bright around. And also in terms of not telling people your plans, right? The four reasons you should mind your business and be quiet and let your success speak for itself is number one, some people unfortunately will be in secret competition with you. <sighs> what can you do, right? Some people will be in secret competition with you. They will be in the bushes minding your business and trying to copy and, and, and making unsolicited comments and all of this extra stuff. And that's just very awkward and uncomfortable. The second reason is 
People go through different seasons. Sometimes they're not in a season where they are able to celebrate you. And it's not even anything you should always take personal. But it can affect you regardless, right? Especially if the communication is not there. Number three, the people who will intentionally try to sabotage you at every step of the way is why you need to keep your plans to yourself. And number four, the discouragement and and, and people projecting their limiting beliefs onto you. Guard your ideas and your goals while they are in that ideation phase, while they are in that vulnerable, delicate phase where it can easily be washed away you can easily be deterred or because you haven't invested anything in this idea yet you haven't put in the blood sweat or tears so somebody can come along and deter you and question it and make you start questioning it and then before you know it you have scrapped the idea and you're now living a mediocre life because you're not doing what god has called you to do but anyway these are the four reasons why sometimes you just have to be quiet Learn to be quiet and don't announce your, 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 you moving in silence. Just be quiet and let your work speak for itself. And listen to your intuition, okay? Sometimes it doesn't make sense, but sometimes, sometimes you don't need to wait to be stabbed in the back, okay? That is all I have to say. I will talk to you next Sunday. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.